0: Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. We're starting in hips on a block. So go ahead and lie down. If you've got a block, cool, it goes underneath your hips, your legs go up. And if you don't have a block, not a big deal. You could slide to a wall, put your legs up the wall. You could uh, just put your feet up on the couch. You're at home. You can figure out a way to put your feet up and relax. That is literally the tone of this. Put your feet up and relax. And there's a physiology to putting our feet up and relaxing. The idea is that we make it a little easier for blood flow to get back to the heart. We let the legs have some time to be upside down and experience the flow of lymph and and other fluids in the body, having an easier time of getting back into circulation. So we're working less hard to do those things that we do 24-7. This is not a magic potion pose just allows the work of the body getting things from the feet from the legs to be a little easier and you can kind of chime in mentally with that by focusing on your exhale so let your body get still right? as as still as you can get right if there's some wiggles to get out intentionally get them out then Start focusing that energy that might be used for wiggling or letting the mind roam around into active exhales. Let your exhales be a little longer than your inhales. So maybe it's a four-count in-breath and a six-count out-breath. Round and focused breathing here. Exhale as much as you can. And then as you inhale, just slowly bend your knees. Just ever so slowly bend the knees. Let the feet move toward the mat, but not quite onto the mat. Hover the toes before you then let them set down. And then place your feet down. Feel the footprint. Spread your toes, feel ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel. And then as you're pressing the feet down, you might notice that your hips get light. Cool. Follow that and slide the block out of the way. Once you get the block out of the way, let the hips land and pause again, feeling the, the change in pressure on the hip. Different sensations going on in your low back, legs, in the shift in positioning. Those things are real, they're happening right now. You know, walk your feet out wide, edges of the mat, and find the place where you've got feet on the mat and maybe like one or two toes off of the mat so that you've got some different sensory experience for each side of your foot. So there's things to notice, things to bring you into your body, like down to the soles of your feet and what you're feeling there. You can move your knees side to side and windshield wipers. Notice that your feet rock side to side rock from one edge of your heel to the other. So notice how feet move and they'll move on to and off of the mat. You've got different texture or temperature that you can notice. So you can notice things that have no apparent good, bad, like ugly, like there's just a sensation. And then can we turn that like inward with ourselves Or you're just noticing different sensations, just you would notice a difference between the floor and the mat. You may have a lot of thoughts about that. That's, that's another story. But you can just notice floor, notice mat. You can notice movement of right leg, movement of left leg. Notice the way this feels across your hips and your spine. Notice what's going on with your breathing. What shape your arms have taken. How your head is positioned. What you're doing with the muscles of your face. Notice all those things without having extra thoughts or opinions. Just be present with Right now. Next round through, you're going to bring this back to center and pause. Pause where you land and feel what's going on. There's still a lot going on. We're going to walk the feet into about hip distance apart. Deep flowing bridge. We're going to bring the arms into this as well. So when you bring the hips up, you're going to extend the arms back behind. Then you let the motion start with the arms. Bring the arms in line with the hips. And then lower arms and hips down together. So the motion starts where arms, torso, hips lift. And then the arms continue to the top of your inhale. And then the arms start the motion so that you're sustaining the bridge in the hips for, uh, for a little bit. This is the, the way we trick you into staying in bridge a little, little longer. But Besides that trick you into staying in bridge longer right, is this coordination of the body's action. So there's a breath in, but there's two things going on. And there's a breath out Those things are reversing their order. So it becomes a more complex meditation. More round through. When you land again, just like uh, really land and just be where you are. Notice what you notice. Notice how you notice. we am gonna bring the feet up, shin bones parallel to the floor. So you've got tabletop here. If you still have your walk around, you and place the block between the knees. You don't need to do you don't need to squeeze it hard what we're doing with the block really is trying to keep the frame of the legs so that the feet are not apart. so really you can hold the block loosely and the block is there to help you keep the structure of the legs so don't fall another use you know, side to side belly twisting fold you can choose exhale to the side or inhale to the side then reverse that coming back to center other side. So whatever way you like that breath pace, take that one. Once you get the action and breath together, start focusing on the grounding of the pose through the back of your head, your shoulder blades, your arms. Really, as the knees go to one side, it's that opposite shoulder blade that's going to be the first thing to try to ground itself So, So as you take the knees one side, press that opposite shoulder blade down. Meet one action with its opposite knee side and shoulder blade down. Have one more round through make your way back to center. Just beat to the floor, one more time pause. Adjust as needed here to feel like you're well aligned on the center of your mouth. I'm going to take arms up in the air. Reach for the ceiling. So the ceiling right above you and shoulder blades up off the floor. And then pull the shoulder blades down toward the floor. So I'm just Take those actions every time to inhale. Shoulder blades up. You're reaching straight to the ceiling above. And then lowering, squeezing the shoulder blades in towards the center of your back, dropping shoulders down. How much can you? What's called protract and retract the shoulders. Again, full range of motion without force there. Next time, when you take the arms toward the ceiling, stay, reach. And then cross one under the other, big bear hug, wrap back around, hands to opposite shoulder blade. And you're just gonna rock a little across the upper back. So here, it's kind of like uh, the opposite of belly twisting pose. You're you know, moving the upper body, the hips are staying still. Well, this is also coincidentally, if you have ants who are from North Carolina, they hug you like this and then they rock you like this. Oh my or you have to like brace yourself when you're in a room full of Southern ants. There. Or you do this practice and you're ready for it. Come on back to center and reach your arms up. Really reach, shoulder blades are up away from the floor. You're going as much toward the ceiling as you go. Then other arm underneath, wrap again. So other side and you're not sure which side was which. Pretty much now you either figure like you're doing opposite or you're doing what you just did. Then you can go back to that rocking side to side. So we're just going to contrast this in a second. But you've got that, the whole thing with the rolling side to side, with the rib cage rolling side to side. Then let your rib cage get still and just move the shoulder blades. It's right, so a little bit different. And so we're no longer twisting. Now we're just getting mobility of the scapula. And then undo that, unwind the arms, let them outstretch on the mat or the floor, or a little both, breath in, breath out. As you breathe out, draw your abdominals in so that you feel sacrum and lowest rib on the floor and float your arms one inch above the floor. One inch. Then you've got core body support for arms extended to your sides. So extended from the shoulder. You're making a T-shape with your body. If, if you don't have room for that, uh, because there's a, a bed or a dog or another person, you can put back to imagine that your arms are heavy and that what's supporting the arms out here is the core body. So we've got abdominal muscles that are drawing in for support, We've got chest muscles that are holding the arms up. You can think of this, if you go to lifting weight things, those lifting weight things, uh, yeah. You can imagine that like, that fly motion of like, trying to squeeze the chest muscles into center. And then keep that action, take the arms toward the back wall, You don't have to get all the way there your shoulders, do not need that action. Like they just don't do it, don't do it. Otherwise you're going as far as you go without force. When you're reaching toward the back wall, your arms are floating a little bit more. They're supported by strong core body muscles are supported by strong chest muscles. And then you're gonna reach as far toward the back wall as you go. And you just imagine holding weights on your hands here. You don't have to, but you could and engage lower muscle that way. Breath in. And then as you breathe out, pull the ears back up toward the ceiling and let your hands then come to rest on your center line. so the body can soles of your feet together exactly sides. Breath in and breath out. and with hands at your center line, one on your navel, one on your heart, move your breath so that the hand that's on your navel, Rises and falls. The navel center, the lower abdomen, rising and falling because you're breathing so deeply. One more round of breath here. End of the exhale. Bring the knees back in, soles of the feet to the floor. You're gonna inhale, lengthen the right leg up toward the ceiling, like we were giving to a hand. Like out to the side, keep both hips level. So left hip stays heavy. Bring the leg down around uh, to extend the foot straight forward toward the front wall. Hover the leg above the floor. Then again, inhale it up like we were doing hamstring stretch. Need it there all the way out. Then you'll breathe in, extend out long. Your head's down, lowest rib is down, sacrum is down, legs forward, hands back, and then curl. Inhale, reach long, and exhale, curl in. Breathe in, reach long. Breathe out, curl in. Breathe in, reach long. Breathe out, curl in. Two more, breathe in, reach long. Breathe out, curl up. One more breathing. Breathe out, curl up. Stay curled with no momentum. Bring yourself up to seated cross legs. When you get to seated, pause. Do nothing. Feel what you feel. So you land it and then adjust as you need to, but no more than you need to. Now lift tall through the back of your head, the base of your skull, pulling up toward the ceiling. And then bow forward, hinging at your hip. Take your hands to the floor or to blocks. and are rock a little side to side here. Along that pathway, side to side, you may find an angle that particularly works for you. If you're finding that, you'll know it. If you're not finding it, uh, then any angle will do. But if you got one of those spots that's working a little more than the other, stay there and we'll pause for three breaths. Good. On an inhale, come on up to seated. Pause, land. You got time. There's nowhere to get to. You have nothing to prove. Switch the cross of the leg. Do that with as little extra as you can. If you can just move one leg, move one leg. And right? if you can do it with as little, little effort, little fanciness as you can, right. right? So it's both things in yoga. We're trying to eliminate like those, the things that we tend to think of as clutter, which are the kind of stumbling around. But then there's also that like flamboyance that yoga seeks to let go of. Right. Both or extraneous, lift up, hinge forward, hands down, and then a little side to side. Then if there's a spot that's working a little more for you than the others, you're feeling something, stay there, whether it's similar to the other side or exactly opposite, or if there's nothing on this side that's particularly different than the rest, totally cool. Any spot will work. on an inhale. Come on back to center. Sit tall, breathe. You're here. That's all. That's enough. And when you let that be enough, you can actually notice what is here. It's a really rich experience to be alive. We're gonna work with a little mobility here. This again, not meant to be fancy. We're gonna to try to make it as as elegant as possible. Elegant in terms of like as little extra as we can get it. So you're gonna slide your feet in until they're very close. Try to turn as much of the soles of the feet to the floor as you can and stand up. Right? And if you have to use one hand, both hands, all good. Right? Yeah then press your feet firmly into the floor. Do not stop that. You're gonna take the knees out to side. press the feet down as much as you can and try to sit down without falling, plopping, you know, plop first, right? That pressing your feet down is what's gonna keep you from plopping too much. So uh, that's gonna keep the weird bruises away. So now you have one foot that was in front, try the other foot now in front. You never know, this could be the magic side. First thing you're gonna do is have the ankles very close together. So the ankle to ankle cross. Rest down. See okay. down. were you practice no, but here's here's the thing so so you've got hands, one hand hands in front the next wave of be so again, this is that taking all the extra out in the course of, of trying to make this more challenging, right? So the better you get at this, there's always the next you, And it's like, that's the next level. Rounds on each side where you just do whatever it takes for you to get up and down off the floor, being totally generous and gracious with yourself in the process, right? Okay. Recognizing this as a skill, you can do. if you are if, uh, getting nerdy about this and doing this every day at home, but, uh, you know, then you start to do, yeah, just cross one, cross the other. But we're still trying, like, not trying to put any flourishes to it. You just try to make it you know, less, less, and less work, less extra. Eventually, you start doing it without crossing the feet. And that becomes a whole other level of fun. We'll call it fun. Because fun starts with F-U. So, fun. Two feet together, no momentum. It's the same principle. You got to press the feet into the floor. Once you're uh, happy with the number of Times you've engaged in this ridiculosity, come on and sit down. Have a breath. Thing is, it's not ridiculous. Getting up and down off the floor is not ridiculous. You're going to want to do it the rest of your life. And you're going to want that rest of your life to be a really long time. So let's practice. From here, you have a little shoulder shrug. Yeah. Well, that's why this class is called Hands Free. Um, and not like gentle yoga, because once we like, got the request for like, well, could you be have a gentle class that doesn't have dogs or chaturangas or anything? I'm like, yeah, sure, we can have a class without dogs or chaturangas, but it's not going to be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> gentle is a mindset. You can totally have a gentle class anytime you want. Good. Let shoulder blades slide down your back, chin to chest, and then oh, rock side to side of your head. No, man, life is not gentle. <laughs> like, that's just something you got to like take on inside your own kind of heart and mind. Be able to get up and down off the floor. My granddad was 90 and getting up and down to play with his uh, great-grandson. And that is like the life that like, I want everyone to have, whether you have a great-grandson or not. Playing is pretty cool. Come on back to center line and again, just land and have a breath. Note where you are now. What we did two minutes ago is two minutes ago. is no longer here. Any lesson or inspiration that you have uh, is with you. If it's meant to stay with you, it will. You won't have to hold on to it. We're gonna move this around into child's pose. So do that as a, uh, as it's best for you, whether it's arms extended or arms at sides, whether it's knees close and a more you know curved in centered pose or knees wide and a more splayed out expansive pose get what you need breathe A little flowing work from here on your inhale, come up to stand on your knees, get a shoulder shrug, as you exhale, we're going to hinge back, as you inhale, back up to vertical, as you exhale, hands behind your head, a little back bend, then inhale up to stand on the shins, exhale to child's pose. This will become more familiar as we do more. Inhale up to your shins with that shoulder shrug that sets you up. In back. It's the uh, Eddie Van Halen. and then up. bend back, bend hands behind the head. So it's camel really, but you're holding on to your head just go as far as you go. Inhale, float back up and exhale. Back to Chad's pose. Rest your feet down, press your shins down, come up to stand on your knees, set the shoulders with that shrug. Go back, doesn't have to be far, could be. Make sure you're not bending, there's no bending in that. Then it's back bend, back bend city, right? Back up to vertical, set shoulders over hips. Then hinge. One more time. Come up to your shins. You're gonna squeeze your bum. You're gonna squeeze the arms into the sides. You are not gonna let your shoulders go behind your hips. Abdominals in as you hinge back. The hinge of the knees only. Come back up to stand, hands behind your head. Now it's chest up. Then it's vertical and exhale. Child's pose. Pause here. Breathe for three. Yeah, cool. Next inhale. We're just going to float up to hands and knees. Exhale, cat pose. Round. Inhale, cat Cow pose, arch. Exhale, slide it back to child's pose. So There's the rhythm again. Inhale, hands and knees. Exhale, cat pose, round. Inhale, cow pose. Exhale, sit back, child's pose. If you need to be off your hands, you could do this on your forearms. Inhale up to elbows, knees. Exhale, round. Inhale, arch. Sit back. Child's pose, just the same. One more round. Inhale up, hands and knees, or elbows, knees. Round to your cat pose. Arch to your cow pose. Then you're sitting back to child's pose. Have a breath. Next flow is inhale up to hands and knees and step right foot forward. We're going to exhale Shift to a half monkey, so hips are going back. And then inhale forward into that lunge. Then exhale, back to child's pose. And same thing on left side. Inhale, step forward into the lunge. Exhale, shift back half monkey. Forward into the lunge. and back to child's pose, right? Then again, right side. Here's where, too, if you want to tuck the back toes, you could be in the lunge, knee up. This shifts to pyramid. This shifts back to a lunge with the knee up until it's time to shift back to child's pose. And come up, left side. Tuck the back toes, shift. Oh, knee comes down. What we're trying to do is keep the leg in close as you move back and forth. So you're sitting back to child's pose. Then, as you come forward and you step that right foot forward, we're trying not to circle it too far out to the side. Again, right? It's process, practice. Inhale, shift back to half monkey or pyramid, your choice. Rock forward. And then sit back. Step, left foot. You rock back, breathe out. All right, forward, breathe in. Knee down and step back. Taking it up in pace, we're going to step forward, right foot. And back. Step forward, left foot. And back. And here's where you're really going to track that leg as straight ahead as you can go. You could also get the back knee up in that and then step back. Step back knee up. And step back. You don't have to be getting the back knee up. But you could. You could get that from tucking the toes or just pressing the top of the foot down. One more round through. Real attention to how your leg is tracking forward and back. When we make it back to child's pose, pause. Breath in. And breath out. Walk your hands over to the left, side bend. Right arm reaching a little further ahead than the left. And that. With your exhale, roll the right ribs down toward the floor. So it's A little counterintuitive. It's almost a little twisty there. Breath in. Breath out undo that walk back to center pause at center feel the two sides then over to the other side conveniently called the other side once you get here left arm reaches a little further forward than the right or maybe a lot further forward depending and then the, the left ribs, you're going to try to splay up a little bit for, for everybody. It's not wrong. It's, just, it's a natural way. Then you can roll the left ribs down. You do that come on back to center. You get to your center line and you land. There's stuff going on, there's stuff that has gone on, there's stuff that will go on. But there's your body here, parts of it are touching your map. You've got physical sensory experience, you got sounds that are happening around you, there may be smells involved in your experience. There may be, even be taste involved in your experience. But you got senses, right, are here, and they have no need for thoughts or opinions to be attached to them. they are ways of experiencing like right now, for real. Next inhale, come on up to stand on your shins. When you exhale, step your right foot forward into this kneeling lunge stance. Like you're getting ready to propose or get knighted. Press into your right foot. Stand all the way up. Good. Press into your left foot. Right foot comes to tree. Arms how you like them. Breathe here for five. Exhale, hands to heart. Right foot to the mat. Breathe in. When you breathe out, you're gonna take your left leg behind. Toes first, then knee down. Mm -hmm. Then right knee down. Then sit back to child's pose. Cool. Seems like it should be easier to kneel and stand up, right? Does it feel like this is like a fish out of water experience? Like, like just kneeling, I've been doing this my whole life, right? We don't often do it in this kind of hands-free variety, right? It's okay if it feels new. It's okay if like all the muscle memory is not there right now. We're going to get there. And it's going to make us more mobile individuals. Next, inhale, come on up to stand on your shins. So exhale, left foot forward into that kneeling stance, right? Rest into the left foot to stand up with the right. Rest the right foot down to lift the left foot. The same mechanism you use for tree is the same mechanism you use for that step. Okay, okay for three. Two. And the left foot is gonna plant. And again, like this is the same mechanism. Plant the left foot, bring your hands to your heart. Left foot, that's the thing. Right foot's gonna go back to a toe. Then it's pressing into the left foot that's gonna take you down slowly, slowly enough that you keep your kneecaps. Then back to the getting on your shins, and then back to child's pose. Good work. Really good work. Breath in. And breath out. You're Slide your arms out in front if they're not already. Lower yourself to the floor in any way that uh, is easy enough for you to come down to the floor. And slide your elbows forward into Sphinx. If Sphinx does not work for your particular shoulders, uh, some things that could help. One is moving the elbows way out in front. Nothing wrong with this. Uh Another thing that could work is changing your hand position. Could be palms in, could be palms up. Uh, that can help with stuff going on in your shoulders or your elbows. Right? If you are going vertically with your elbows underneath the shoulders, just make sure they're really vertical. Sometimes you get shoulder pain and sphinx because the elbows are too far back here. Right? So we want to be you know, the elbows underneath or in front of the shoulders. Press your feet down, squeeze your legs, navel center in, heart up, and your gaze is forward at whatever angle allows the back of your neck to have its natural shape. Let's all do this. Everybody look to the side. And just notice how much is going on the back of your neck. It's probably not ideal. You're probably also wrinkling your forehead and not super happy with your breath. Right. Then just start to reorient until it feels like you are looking at an angle that is healthy for your neck, that feels somewhat uplifted so that you're not, uh, we haven't dropped it. I mean, if you want to drop your head, in this, you, could, you could for sure. You could look at the floor. That might be the right angle for your neck. But if you are pulling your sternum up, reorienting the, the posture here, your sternum up, you're probably looking somewhere ahead of you on the floor, or not quite, uh, just eye level of the front wall, you may uh, notice that your chin wants to jut forward. We're not going to do that. You're going to keep that in line and lift the tips of your ears, like you had pixie ears, lift the tips of your ears towards the ceiling. I just can pause and just feel what's going on in your body. Back is really working but in a a true Sphinx pose, it's not super easy. You'll feel a lot of upper back work, that kind of placing your shoulders to your back, really firm work, sustainable, but it's a good amount. And then that work of keeping the alignment in your neck is going to keep your mind fully engaged. This idea of elbow points down, tips of your ears up, spine long, Not letting the head do the forward thrust thing, uh, breath in. Then when you come out of this, you're going to lengthen yourself forward. You're going to try to get longer on the floor. Pull the ribs forward, pull the shoulders forward. As you come down slowly, turn the cheek to one side. Super good. Bring your arms by your sides and locust pose. Squeeze the legs, squeeze the arms, get all those uh, muscles engaged first. Then... Its back body works. You're starting to pull your shoulder blades in towards center. The glute muscles and the hamstring muscles—it's like they're trying to move toward each other to pull that the bow of the legs. Abdominals pull in. Breathe here for three. Slowly release down. Turn your cheek to the other side so we get equal rotation through the neck. You may find that one side of the uh, neck is more adept at this; that you're you're drawn to rest one cheek rather than the other. That's cool, uh, but this is gonna help to rebalance that. Breath in. That's what you can say if anyone comes in and you're laying on the floor. Like I'm balancing my neck. Rebalancing the the energy of my chakra, the uh, throat chakra is really important. So, but, uh, do this as often as you can. Make sure you do double whatever you want to do because you turn cheek one side, then you got to turn cheek the other side. Bring your hands beside you uh, into cobra position. So that's hands underneath the elbows, and we're going to go to fingertips only, and slide the fingertips out onto the wood floor. Or maybe you don't have wood floor. Whatever you're, whatever you've got. So you're sliding your hands wide, and then move from the shoulder blades. So hands aren't really going to do anything. You're gonna pull your shoulder blades in. That's gonna pull your elbows in toward your body. It's gonna feel. A, there's gonna be a different sensation going through your back. So depending on how you got here, if you push from your fingertips, you won't feel that. So you might want to come down. Uh, move from the shoulder blades. Pull them in towards center. They'll pull the elbows in. Press your feet down, squeeze your legs. Breath here, three, two. One. Slow, release, down. Really, really nice. Have a breath. Let it go. Turning the cheek to the other side, whatever side that is. Then you're to... Turn and, and switch. So look the other direction, other cheek to the floor, bend your knees here and let the legs sway side to side. At about the like, pacing of all we are saying is give peace a chance. Like it's just that super slow, mellow. Good. That's it. Ah, We all know how to get the stoner vibe. That's good. Come on back to center. Feet down. Press up to your hands and knees as you're ready. Come over to seated. And uh, then we're going to go with a seated pigeon here. So you've got soles of your feet to the floor, about hip distance apart. Right ankle over the left leg. Once you've got that, got some choices, you can stay. If you find yourself really heavy in your hands back here, that's not a problem. But you might want to kind of lift up, bring your spine in to get more action in the hip. You may find that getting your hips closer to your heel and your hands closer to you is helpful here. Although you may find that that uh, takes you right out of the stretch. Right. So find a place to be in this where you feel the stretch in the outer edge of your right hip. And uh, there's no, uh, like, this is more advanced, this is more intense. There is, you have one shape, I have a different shape, the person beside you has completely different shape. So your pose will also have a different shape. And one thing, when you do get up really close and tight like this, uh, for a lot of us, we'll be taking a lot of weight out of the hips. So if your hips have gotten light, you need to make them heavy again, which may mean you walk the hands a little further back. Keep bringing spine in and heart up. So, one of the benefits of this in our why we choose this over other things is that we take the rounding out of the back and we work that kind of uh, the postural strength rather than a forward fold. So, this gets us to a pigeon posture without the forward folding element. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but we do a lot of forward folds in yoga. Breath in. On a breath out, you're going to let this whole operation keep the legs as they are, but let it twist over to your left. So it goes over to the left to whatever degree it does. You stay upright to whatever degree you do. Right. Left arm is then going to go across the leg, and you're turning toward the right. Really, really open twist. Well, really, really open variation on a closed twist, which I won't explain right now because it's Friday afternoon. Nobody needs that, but it's allowing us to lean back in the closed twist position, which gives you a little more room if you had a big lunch. Undo this, come back to center, and pause. So reorient, land at center, feet about hip distance apart, right Then we got another side to do and take the left ankle over right knee. Completely different leg, completely different side, completely different experience. You can just let it be that. doesn't have to be compared to the first side at all. If you want another variation of pigeon, also very cool to do that. From here, again, you can choose to walk your hands up. You can choose to walk your hips in. And again, you may find that when I get all up here, I don't feel anything anymore. So you might need to move yourself forward or back. You may need to move the hands forward or back in order to feel what you need to feel. And if you go past the point of feeling, that's not a good sign. That's a sign that, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I think John smiled for the first time during this practice. (laughs) And he's a doctor. (laughs) If you make a doctor smile, you win. That's it. Like my teaching, I'm done here. You want to feel this, and uh, any position you're in is good. So breathe here. Again, one of the things we're trying to do is pull the spine in rather than let the spine round out. So you're walking yourself up as far as you need to go, and then raising the sternum, lifting the chest, keeping your hips heavy. This is a good place to think of your hips as like an anchor. The point is to... Drop them down. Keep that center. Breath in. Breath out. Breath in. Breath out. One more round of breath here. Then you're just going to keep this, like, contraption of the legs, doing what it's doing, but let it move over to the right. So if it comes to the floor, and then you just you just reclined back on your left hand, right? And uh, if that's too much for the hand like you don't have to be reclined that far. You can come up. You can come up, and you can do this like a seated upright twist. But if it's fun for you or feels good to lay back out of it a little bit. Lean back out of it a little bit. You may get a little more rotation there. And it becomes a lot more like that twist that's on our back, you know, when the back back is on the floor, knee comes across. That's what we're approximating here. Inhale, unwind this, come back to center. Yeah, soles of your feet to the floor at about hip distance apart. We're going to go arms forward like we did in that uh, get up, get down exercise. And we are not going to try to get up off the floor right now. What we are going to imagine is that uh, someone is supporting you, they're, they're holding on to, you, they're helping you as you roll slowly down. It's going to be a tuck of the tailbone, sacrum, and low back, and ribs. And then all the way down, if you did lose your feet, no big deal, but the idea, right, you just move that down with as little extra as you can, and then lay your body out in Shavasana. Just get to a positioning of your body that's just simple. Feels good. There's just like no reason to do anything extra for a moment and just be there. And then if there is a need to change something, just examine what's going on. What is it that needs to change? Do that with as little extra as you can. And if nothing is needed, nothing is extra, then you are in a space of being You can hang out there. You're allowed and encouraged in this moment. To be in that place where you are. Allow yourself to hang here, right, in your being, right? You're, you're nurturing that in yourself, which is you. That you, that all the stuff that you do in this world comes from. That you that is the, the generative power. nurture that here to have more of that when there is something to do. Ready to move again. Start with deepening your breath. Let it move through your body. Feel what's going on when it does. What's moving? What's feeling the echoes of that movement? Using your powers of visualization, of imagination. Take the real movement and the echoes of the movement Allow your breath to move through your whole body to your fingers and toes. Small wiggling at the edges of you, bringing back mobility in small ways. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Big shoulder shrug here. Breath in and breath out. We'll draw hands together at heart center. Then raise thumbs to forehead center, making connection of heart, body, and mind. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Good work. Good work making it here. Good work staying. See you guys.